Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. I don't care. Offer me 10 firsts. If you're not giving me Leon Dreisaitl, you don't get Saros. Marcus Keller. Is Brock Besser <laughs> going to score four goals every game? Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> and Alex Smith. Third star of the week goes to Pistachios for how stupidly expensive they are. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> How's it going, boys? Season 4, episode 14 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. And your Calgary Canucks are planning the parade for the Stanley Cup. I've got... <laughs> Two co-hosts with me. Mm-hmm. Coming up first, Mr. Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And all the way on the island, Mr. Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? All-Star game. Yep. Happened. Lindholm first game. <laughs> happened. Kuzmenko first game. Happened. We're not going to talk about any of that until we cover the AWSBB. The AWSBB. There we go. Oh, yeah. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. So last week, obviously there was no NFL football. So we went, did a little throwback to golf. Yes. And guess what? Did it hit? No. Oh. Nope. It didn't. <laughs> uh, nope. So we're going to retire golf. Um, Good. We did win in the NBA. The Kings did beat the Bulls. That was a pretty much uh, a given one. All right. And uh, Team Hughes did not win the All-Star game. No. No. He did not, not even close. No, not really. It was close. Nah. Um... <laughs> So we are going back to the regular scheduled AWSBB sports. Uh, we have the Celtics playing the Heat this weekend. We're taking the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. We have the Canucks versus the Capitals this Sunday. Oh, we're taking the Canucks. Yes, and the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Now, I know Marcus, you're not a big football guy. No. Do you know who's playing in the Super Bowl this year? I do. Who's playing? Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Oh, that's a big Avery answer. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be taking the uh, 49ers in that one. Oh, really? Jake, what about you? 
I'm taking Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. Oh, 2-2. Two, two. I'm taking the 49ers. Mm. So you're probably losing, Marcus. Yep, that sounds right. I, I'm mostly doing it just because that seems to be the side that the internet is on. Like, well, everyone wants the... Well, they're favorited. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Mahomes is... I think Mahomes has been an underdog in every playoff game this year. Which yeah, is really? just weird to think about. Hmm. Um, Especially when you consider this is the best defense that the Chiefs have had in years. Yeah, arguably. Or, yeah, honestly, probably is. Um. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, if I had to sprinkle a little bit more, I would potentially take the under in the game with uh, just how good the two defenses are, but mm. I guess we'll see. Yes, we will. I don't know. Yeah, I was just saying to Jake, too, for the first time in a long time, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for Super Bowl because every year, and this is well-known in our group of friends, Jake throws a Super Bowl party. And there's, like, anywhere from, like, 15 to 30 people at it every year. Like it's pretty solid considering we're all in a basement too, mm-hmm. but it's, it's always a very fun party. And I, I, I just always go to that. And cause that's kind of my guy who watches football. So I go to that party Fair. this year for the first time in like five years, at least I have no idea what I'm doing for Super Bowl. Well, you're working. Yeah. Until four. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I get off at come four. After. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend shift is, uh, I'm I'm very happy with my job. Yeah. So and I I like it very much. But yes, I am on weekends right now. Well, yeah. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be a fun one. Yep. Hopefully, we can figure somewhere out for you to go. We'll see. Um. All right. Let's get into some NHL talk. Mm-hmm. Elias Lindholm first game as a Vancouver Canuck. Yes. And what does he do? He, he scores. scores. Not just once. No. Two goals. Yep. Opening game in Carolina. An early game. Uh, yes, 4 o'clock game. Yes. So both me and Marcus worked. Yep. Uh, Jake, did you work or did you get to catch the full game? Oh, I, I no, saw most I got of the, the game. Oh, you got to see Yeah, most? I got to watch the first and third. I missed the second. Okay, I watched part of the... I watched the second half of the first and part of the second. Okay, I watched the first and most of the second, and then I missed the rest. So between the three of us, we've all picked up the yeah. whole game somewhere. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> all right, so what were our takeaways? <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about how we were all wrong about where this guy was going to play. Uh, yeah. They split up the lotto line after a horrible look in the All-Star game, but we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, they moved Pedersen down, or I guess up, however you want to word it. Uh, they, he, they took Pedersen off the lotto line. Right. And he is now centering Elias Lindholm and Ilya Mikheyev, and they moved Pew Suter up with JT Miller and Brock Besser. Yeah. It, it's it's weird. So Pew Suter was already centering the second line. Yeah. But the second line, yeah, used to be Kuzmenko and Mikheyev. Yeah. So now it's, it, it's hard to say, like, moved up or down. But basically, Pew Suter is still the second-line center, He, but he's now centering J.T. Miller and Brock Besser. Is he the center or, on the line? No, no I, I would say J.T. Miller was Yeah, center. they yeah. kind of... I think he's playing wing. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I think for the next couple games, there's going to be a lot of line movement just to kind of see where he fits in. Yeah. I presume that Hoglander's going to get a try where uh, Pew Suter's playing. I think they will do that. 
but I think the coach is looking at their lineup and from a very much if it ain't broke, don't fix it standpoint. And he's looking at like we've talked about it before. That third line is yeah, that's not that that's not have. getting touched. You're not touching it. Nope. So you're basically your only other options to pull into the top six are Hoaglander, Nils Amon, and Sam Lafferty, or somebody from the AHL. Yeah. Where there's a lot of people that deserve a spot. Yep. A lot of um, fans that I've even checked in with and reporters are saying that Pod Colson is looking very good right now. <laughs> Pod Colson. How about all-star MVP yeah. Arshdeep Baines? Let's let's save that yeah. for a little bit, but I, I do know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the game ended up being, what was it? 3-2, three three two. Two, right? Yep. Yeah, 3-2. to two. Um Two power play goals. That power play looked sick. I didn't know, yeah. but this guy is an all-star tipper, apparently. Yeah, the net front present is uh, nice to have. Not eh? a big body, but knows how to uh, move it, I guess. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed, because Kuzmenko did kind of play in that spot sometimes. But he almost played like behind the net a lot more, it kind of felt like. Yeah, and, and when there was a shot on net, he wouldn't so much try to tip it as he would almost like wait for the goalie to save it and try to smack he in a was, rebound. Yeah. He was the backdoor presence where yeah. Lindholm is more covering the goal. What? Oh, backdoor presence. Oh, both. you silly dog. Wait, J- what did Jake say though? Jake said pause. Oh, oh, because I see <laughs> you silly, silly man. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a different look on the power play, and obviously it's working. I mean, I was a little surprised that they threw him out there uh, very first game, but... On the top unit? Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I don't know. I thought they would have switched it up, but, I mean, I guess... Well, I'm glad they you, didn't. Yeah, like, who would you have taken off, really? Like, you can't really take anybody off. No, that that is your top unit moving forward. That is the way it's going to be. And, they, like, when you read off those names... Like, I, I don't know if we've been able to say this in a long time. That is a scary top unit. You've got Lindholm in front of the net. You've got a shot from Pedersen in the middle that you have to worry about. You've got Besser on, well, no, Pedersen more plays the wing. Yeah, you've got Besser, Besser in the, the center bumper. that you've got to worry about or yeah. as, as the bumper. You've got Miller's shot from the other side, which is lethal. And if you manage to stop all that, you have maybe the best skating defenseman in the NHL and Quinn Hughes working the blue line. That is a lethal top power play unit. Like we, I remember there were some jokes about when um, back in the day, way back when, when the Leafs first acquired John Tavares about how stupid their top power play unit was with uh, Marner, Nylander, Matthews, Tavares, and Morgan Riley. And everyone was like, that's crazy. That's hard to stop. This is better than that is. Ooh. It is. Is it? Quinn Hughes is better than Morgan Riley yes. ever was. JT Miller is a better, I don't know what you even want to call that, like, kind of... Well, let's go player for player. Who would you take? Matthews, Pedersen? Pedersen. Matthews. No. Who would you take? Matthews. Yeah. Who, who would you take? William Nylander or... I was um, comparing him to JT Miller. William Nylander? No. I would compare... So, Actually, yeah, yeah. William Nylander to JT Miller. That's a toss-up. Not not right now it isn't. JT Miller is on pace to shatter 100 points again. Pretty sure. Nylander ain't having a bad season, Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure Nylander might have more points. But I I think that, uh, no, I don't know if he does have more points. I don't think he does. Um, If our stats guy can check that out, though, that would be great. Um, 
But no, so I will take um, JT Miller over William Nylander. Yeah, either way, it's pretty close. Um, Mitch Marner or Brock Besser? It's Mitch Marner. William Nylander has 62 points. JT Miller has 68. Okay, there you go. Um, So Miller has more points. And here's the thing. I think you're also comparing them wrong. So to me, I'm looking at this lineup. If you're comparing Austin Matthews to anyone, it's the guy just sitting there waiting for a shot, and that's all he does. He sits in the back and waits for a shot. That's Brock Besser. That's what that, that's Brock Besser's thing. Is that what Austin Matthews does? I think he Pretty plays much. the point. He does. That's the thing. Looking at it position by position, I'm mm. looking at it as the most comparable player to the most comparable player. I guess player. I forgot that you love the Leafs so much that you no. watch all their games no, and no. you know their no. positioning. Where I was just kind of like guessing where it would be and comparing players-wise. No, based on like what the players are like, I would say Brock Besser and Austin Matthews are the comparables. I would say... Are we comparing the power play or the people on the power play? Who's your favorite Leaf? I don't have one. Kind of sounds like you do. You know so much about their power play. um, Well, your favorite player is Brock Besser. Yeah, and you just compared him to Austin Matthews. Well, not so direct. You're, it kind of sounds like you like Austin. Matthews. Yeah, I think you no, do. I don't. I'm saying they kind of do similar things on the ice. Except Austin Matthews is a way better goal scorer. No, I wouldn't say I, he's he's a luckier goal scorer. Is what he is. Okay, um, let's move on from Leaf Talk. Okay, good idea. Um, Jake, you watched part of the game as well. What did you see so far? I saw the Canucks find a way to hang on to a lead at the end of a game, which is a really weird thing <laughs> to watch the Canucks do. Because, like, let's not beat around the bush. They were getting dominated at the end of the game. That, like, that's the part I didn't see, so I don't know. Mm, yeah, like, for the last, like, 10 minutes of the game, it was all Carolina. So for them to be able to, like, hang on for that long was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I mean, they scored... Like they only scored three goals and two of them were on the power play and they were mm-hmm. tippins. Like tippins yeah. are yeah. luck. The, well, a lot of the time. But did you see especially yes, his first one? The first one was yeah. th- that puck was going three feet yes, it wide. Was a, it was a nasty tip, but like it, they weren't like oh my god, like jaw drop. Like he meant to do that. Like he was just getting a stick on it. Like yeah. obviously he was trying yeah. to direct it towards, but like these there were lucky more, goals. There was one more thing I wanted to say about the end of the game, just because I know you guys didn't get to see it, is there was a player who was out there at the end of the game that I thought, why the hell do they have this player out there? I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure you can figure out who I'm talking about. If you're wondering why they were out there, I'm going to assume it's Tyler Myers, because that's the one guy I would absolutely not want to be out there. And I'm about to do something that I don't think I've ever done before. I'm about to praise Tyler Myers. What? Wow. We need he a... Played, I don't know if he we have played a button for very that. well. At the end of the game, he was his. He had a very active stick. He was tracking the puck in the corner well. He didn't really get beat that much. Like he wasn't winning any puck battles, but he was wasn't losing them so bad that they were. He was getting burned. Like he was playing solid. You know, like there was a couple points where he used his reach to poke the puck off forward sticks and in, in high danger opportunity chances like areas. I don't know. I was like, damn. Like he actually isn't actively hurting his team right now and if anything he may actually be helping them so in that moment i was like good for him you know like he actually (laughs) helped his team win the game which is really weird to see him do so you're saying that he actually played like he's six foot eight and not five foot eight for once yeah 
Wow. Yeah. Maybe he like yeah. bought a tape measure over All Star Break <laughs> and was like, "Whoa, <laughs> look how tall I am! Yeah, look at how far I can reach." <laughs> He's like, "Now yeah, I wondered why it hurt so much when I fell. Yeah, <laughs> and realized how high up I was." <laughs> um, anyway, I just think because like I criticize him so much, I was like, I need to give him some praise when he deserves it. And honestly, after that, like I figured he kind of deserved a little bit of praise, not a ton. Don't get too excited, but yeah. like, but like, yeah, in that specific game i was like this is a really good team with a very good offense and a very like like the carolina hurricanes the one thing i noticed about watching them they must drink like 17 red bulls before every shift because they are so like they're they have such an active penalty kill they have such an active power play they're just like constantly buzzing the whole game they're just so aggressive it's kind of crazy to watch yeah they're but fortunately the canucks are able to dominate they're an aggressive team. They've I've like from I don't watch a lot of Carolina Hurricanes, but from what I've heard and seen from like social media or whatever, like they just like they are dogs out there. They just go one hundred percent. I've noticed that when I have watched them, that yeah, it's like it's like a whole team of Connor Garlands. They're just like a hundred and twenty percent every single shift. They do not have they don't take a shift off ever. Mm-hmm. It, it is it is quite impressive. I, I want to mm-hmm. do a little bit of a round table though. Because, I again, we all only kind of saw parts of the game. Other than the power play, how did that line look with uh, Pedersen centering Lindholm, who is a natural center, by the way, who we have playing the wing, and Ilya Mikheyev? How did that line look to you guys? Um, Personally, I felt like it looked like a line that was brand new to playing with each other. Mm-hmm. And I know that's probably a cop-out, but what I mean by that is, like, to me, like Mikheyev was looking for his line mates the whole game. Like he just could not find them anywhere. Um, I thought that Pedersen was doing a pretty good job because he like, you know, he plays with his head up. Yeah. And I thought that Lindholm was like active, but not really involved in the play as much as you would want him to be. And and I know it sounds like a cop out, but really I think it's just a line that needs to play together a bit more because like not only is Lindholm new to that line, but they're all new to playing with each other, right? Like Pedersen and Mikheyev haven't really played together that much. I know that they tried them out last year with, I think, Kuzmenko, and it, the line was okay. But like, I think that that over time this line will get better, but they need time to play together. Yeah, I think it's another case of Pedersen, the babysitter, where he's just so good that like it doesn't really matter who you throw him with. And these guys, I'm not saying these guys are bad or anything like that, but like Jake said, they haven't played together, they don't have any chemistry. Lindholm's first game in the brand new system that we play, like I know he said that uh, in Calgary they played something similar, but still, it's brand new teammates, brand new style of coaching, like all these different things. It's just going to take some time to get chemistry. We saw what Pedersen and McCabe were able to do last year, so give them some time and they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Do you, I wonder about McCabe a little bit though, because we've talked about... Um, what it would look like if Hoaglander got a promotion to the first or second line or or what that could look like. But I don't think we ever really talked about the potential of an all-Swedish line of Elias Pettersson between Elias Lindholm and Nils Hoaglander. Because right now, as it stands, I think Nils Hoaglander is playing better hockey than Ilya Mikheyev is. J- just from an individual standpoint. I would make that argument. And again, I get that the coach 
doesn't want to mess with the lineup too much because he sees the chemistry. He sees that that fourth line with Hoaglander is clicking very well. I think Mikheyev has maximum, and I mean absolutely maximum, four games to prove that he should be on that line before you start seeing Tockett experiment with putting Nils Hoaglander up there. And I'll be honest, I'm in favor of it. I totally and unequivocally disagree with you. Really? I think that this team has found success in its depth. And even though Nils Hoaglander might be playing better hockey than Ilya Mikheyev, if he is, why would you want to take him off of a line that he's clearly succeeding on and put him on a line with players he hasn't been playing with in months, if not years? It just doesn't make sense to me. If some if if it's not broke, don't fix it. Okay, like, and, and that's the thing. I think that right now, at least, is Rick Tockett's viewpoint too. Is I want to mess with this roster as little as I can because, like you said, you can see guys clicking with each other. Mm-hmm. However, it there also comes a point where when does it become unbalanced? If that Pedersen one is the only one that's not seeing chemistry. What's it more important to have a very, very good second line or a very, very good fourth line? Yeah. Right. And you know what? I think that like we always talk about the disadvantage of this podcast is that we record on Wednesdays and publish on Fridays. So Thursdays just can't happen. They just can't exist. And unfortunately, the two best teams in the NHL play each other on Thursday this week. So Um, we don't not 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 the two best teams in the league, the best team in the league and another team play each other on Thursday. Okay, well. You're such a fucking dick rider. They are the people. first and second best team. They are the two best teams in the NHL. Which one's the best? The Canucks, yeah, technically. Yeah, that's right. So why don't we just say that out loud instead of trying to gloss over it? Because what's the difference between saying that and the Vancouver Canucks versus the Nashville Predators? It's... T- well, there's a huge difference. Well, no, because you're saying it's the best team versus another team. Yeah. Like, this is a big game. It, it is a big game between the first in the NHL Canucks and another team. It's so weird to me that, like, you guys are actively disagreeing and agreeing with each other at the same time, and my head is going to explode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> to your point, you're right. Thursday hockey news sucks. And, yes, this episode right now is being recorded on Wednesday, so we have not seen the Bruins versus Canucks game that you yeah. listeners have all probably seen by now. Yes. And and what I was going to say about that is that I think a lot of these questions and these conversations that we're having now about the lines are will be answered in that game because for me I'm going to be paying more attention to the goals that the Bruins score and who's on the ice and where they are on the ice and how their game is going and kind of what like I really want to see how those play out because that'll give you a better idea of like who is succeeding and who is not and on the other end of the ice like we know that you're probably going to see some scoring from everywhere up and down the lineup but the goals that they get scored against that's going to be where I really want to identify the the challenges that the team faces right now so I'm looking forward to watching that game but I think we're going to get pumped in that game and I think it's really going to show that um a team like the Bruins or like the Philadelphia Flyers, like those physical teams, a line of Pedersen, um, Lindholm, and Mikheyev mm-hmm. can't play together. They yeah, are going to get a really good point. bullied by anybody on that Bruins team. That's why I like the idea of Hoagland. I, I don't that. mind it, but like Jake said, like 
we are the team we are because of our depth. Right. But like, again, though, Ilya Mikheyev playing on that fourth line, that's not a horrible looking oh, line Oh, you were going to put him on the fourth? I thought yeah. you'd put him with Besser and Miller. No, no, I'd leave that line as it is. Because uh. I guess you could move Miller to the center position and then have Mikheyev drop down to the wing. I would just straight swap Nils Hoaglander and, mm. um, and Ilya Mikheyev. Because again, you're not messing with the third line. You're not touching it. I think that Besser and Miller have been playing quite well together too. And Pew Suter, he's not anything crazy, but he's steady. And that's all those other two guys need is just a steady guy. They know where he's going to be. He's reliable. So I think you keep that together. And yeah, and that that's the thing though. Our fourth line, it's pretty good. Being on that fourth line doesn't necessarily say anything bad about Ilya Mikheyev no. as a player. Sam Lafferty's on our fourth line and he runs the second Power play. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, right? Like McKayev being down there, I think people look at it as like, oh, like he's barely in the lineup. And it's like, no, it's not like that at all. It's a very good fourth line. I just think that if Ilya McKayev cannot keep up with Pedersen and Lindholm and that chemistry doesn't start forming, you have to look at other places. And I do think it's a bit of a bonus that Nils Hoaglander is also a fellow Swede. So the three of them may... I do. <laughs> I like it. that you idea. love it. But I, I really do think that that could be part, a small Was part. You? Hmm? Was it you that tried to put Quinn Hughes as center for JT Miller and Brock Besser and what? have an all-American line? No, I never tried to I do that. I feel like you were the little voice. Oh, from that yeah. thing from Boudreaux? Yeah. You think or, the, the guy from inside the organization yeah, that tried to make you. him do it was me? It was you. Yes, I, this whole time the I've secretly been Francesco line. Aquilini. <laughs> yeah. This whole time. What a plot twist. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, have you ever seen me and Francesco in the same place? No, that is fair. Exactly. No, I am multi-billionaire Francesco Aquilini <laughs> hanging out in my mom's basement. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think uh, tomorrow's game, the Boston game, I think we're going to see a lot of line changes to try and figure out a way to uh, adapt to a physical game. I think you're going to see a big JT Miller game. I think you're going to see a big Hoglander game, like players that aren't afraid to play nitty gritty. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, well, I think Connor Garland's going to have himself a night. Yeah, Connor, that whole third line I think is going to be really good. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow is the kind of night where, or again, for the people who are listening, Thursday against the Bruins. Yesterday. I think that'll, yeah, yesterday for all of you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's the kind of game where that third line does the bulk of our offense because they're the only ones that will be able to muscle their way into the Bruins' end. Yeah. I don't know, it's going to be a good one though. Yeah, another sure. early start too, which sucks. Yeah, I'm going. I've been invited by my grandparents to go watch the game and have surprise, dinner with them. Surprise! Yeah, so I'm going like four o'clock straight from work, straight to their place. Nice. watching the game. Jake, where are you watching the game tomorrow? Um, I'm actually watching it in class, which <laughs> that's oh, always good. That's like, always good. <laughs> might sound sick at first. What are you but... even doing over there? <laughs> So basically, like with my program, we have a classroom that like only we use. There's no other like classes that go in there. So after our classes are over for the day, a bunch of us hang back and we like turn the projector on and like put the game on. And then we like pump the audio through the whole classroom. It's it's kind of fun, but uh, we can only do it with four o'clock games because otherwise, like we'd have to leave and like, go home and then come back. So, yeah, it's fun. That yeah, sounds sick. 
But anyway, that's my plan for the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, yeah. hopefully, I mean, I'm working very far away from my home, so I'm going to probably listen to it on the radio. Oh, yeah. Wait, where goes. are you working? Uh, I'm working on Richmond tomorrow. Way out in Richmond, eh? Yep. Uh, that's that's a drive. Well, on your way home, stop in at my grandpa's place. We'll hang out and watch the game together. Oh, yeah, that is true. I might just have to do that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of pit stops, mm-hmm. um, isn't a pit stop. He's stuck there for the next uh, year and a half. Kuzmenko. Yes. He decided to score on his opening night, too. And might I say, it was a way better goal than Lindholm's two goals. That was an absolute rocket. He had a lot of time and space 20 feet in front of the net. Yeah, but it was still a nice shot. Oh, it was a great shot. He beat the goalie clean, but weird that it was on a power play too. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Both players both scoring on a power play. Have you guys heard, and if, if if you listeners out there haven't yet, go listen to it. Have you heard Jack Edwards' play call of that goal? I just listened to it right before here. Oh, my God. It's it is brutal. horrible. Jake, you've heard it too? Yeah. It is. And, like, <laughs> now, I think a lot of you are thinking, like, oh, whatever. He, If you haven't heard it, you're thinking, oh, J- Jack Edwards, Homer, he was just upset about the goal and didn't get excited. No. This is maybe the most... Uh, n- offensive? <laughs> I don't know if offensive is the right word. Just, like... He couldn't, it seemed like it was a guy that didn't know where he was. He seemed like he was high. He couldn't say. He took a test without studying before. Like he thought this was like a. Like he went to do a presentation in front of the class yeah. and he pulled up the wrong PowerPoint. Yeah, like it was like a history class and he pulled up like a chemistry project. Yeah, and just trying to run with yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. It, it Like he couldn't get anyone's names right. He was, he called Jacob Markstrom Marksman. Yeah. And then while he was laughing at himself for that. Kuzmenko scored, but he called him Kadri, and then Kuzmenko. It was just it was the biggest train wreck uh, of a a common commentation commentate. I, I don't know what to call it. It was just horrible. Was that just, comment was a horrible commentation. Do you know how long he's been the Boston Bruins announcer? I would guess sixteen years, if I had to guess. Since two thousand five, so almost twenty years. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. And he's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this was I feel like, like they go ahead. I feel like they usually do comment for like a long time. Like you rarely find someone that's like the commentator for a team that isn't there for a long time. Yeah, it's all old people. Like yeah. you don't see like, oh, I just graduated. Let me go be the commentator for the Boston Bruins or whoever. Yeah, no, it's always guys that get like promoted through sports media and stuff like John Shorthouse must have been the Canucks guy for about the same amount of time. And he started on that old show sports page. Right. And he kind of did his thing. He was almost more of like a Dan Murphy there. He was kind of like a rinkside guy. And then he worked his way up and became the commentator. I think he only took over when Jim Hughes got the hockey night in Canada job. Then uh, John Shorthouse took over for that. And that must've been around the same time. He went to BCIT. John Shorthouse did? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where they run the, like, media. Yeah, broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys know how we have Ryan Lepper on sometimes, right? Yes. Yes. Did you remember what his segment's called? Give it to him. (laughs) Okay, anyway. (laughs) Ryan did the same program that Shorty did. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's how he got into broadcasting. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, who do you guys think 
was broadcasting longer, John Shorthouse or uh, Jack Edwards? Or who started first? Oh, Jack Edwards seems older. Um, I, I does it by broadcasting? Does it mean like being a play-by-play guy, for or just the like Canucks and for the Bruins? I would say John Shorthouse has been longer. He started in two thousand eight. Really, it was that late? Yeah, but he was the radio voice from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. Yeah, or okay. sorry, nineteen ninety nine until two thousand seven, and then he went to. Uh, okay, so in my head, I was kind of. Counting yeah. that, I guess. I wasn't thinking about like the the difference between radio and TV, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's so basically Shorthouse has been at least a voice of the Canucks since the late nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And let me tell you this: John Shorthouse would never do what Jack Edwards just did. No, that was good. like I think if Shorthouse did that, even in one game by accident, if he had a goal call that bad, I think he would retire. Yeah, I felt it was like the announcers in the All Star game. I felt so bad for them. Because you guys saw the jerseys. Oh, yeah. There's no name bars, and, like, half the guys are wearing the exact same number. And they were just, like, it was so funny because they were trying to guess who was on the line, pretty much. And then, like, two seconds later, they'd be like, oh, no, it's this person. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? I was going to point this out later in the show, but since it came up now, I thought it was so funny how, like, I don't know. Did you guys watch the All-Star game? Uh, I watched majority of it. I missed okay. the game, but I saw most of the skills and some of the draft. Okay. So in the game, because I, I didn't watch the skills or the draft, but I watched the game. Okay. And in the games where it was the Matthews Marner team, the play-by-play caller is like the play-by-play caller for the Leafs. Yeah, that's right. And every time that it was like Matthews Marner or Nylander that would like pick up the puck, he'd be like, and the Leafs have the puck. It's like, nobody, it's not the Leafs as much as you want it to be. It's just a couple guys from the Leafs. Yeah, it was tough. And then they would play, uh, I think it was Forsberg, Marner, and somebody else, but they were all wearing either 16 or 19. And it was just like, just take a guess at who has the puck right now, because like, you're going to have no idea. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Those jerseys, were. I know we talked about it before, those are terrible. I hate the back, but I really like the front of them. No. Yeah. They look like they look like knockoffs. They look no. like something that's fake. No. Yes. They, they look like all-star jerseys. Sorry, Alex, but I got to go with Marcus here. I think that those jerseys have been the weakest one in years. Yeah. Uh, all-star jerseys have been bad recently, but I think these ones have been the best out of the past couple of years. Oh, not I even don't know, close. I kind of like I kind of liked the ones like the one Tyler bought. Yeah, I love the the ones from last year, the ones that were like kind of like Miami Vice colored and had the oh, conference. Oh, no, I yeah, not like that. Oh, I love those. No. Those are gorgeous. Yeah, I thought those were cool. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why the NHL won't recycle old ones. Like, there's some yeah. that look so sick. I think they got to go back to, well, like, the, the ones, old, old school, like the Gretzky ones, the orange. And, the orange and black. Yeah, like, those ones are nice. Well, the, like, Miami Vice ones that you're talking about, Marcus, they kind of did recycle those ones. They were just, like, old designs that they gave the Miami Vice colors to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There there have been some pretty nice. I don't have the like memorized in my head like what yeah. years they were, but there there have been some pretty good ones. Um, do you guys want to get into the All Star game? Um, yeah, we'll we'll jump into it a little bit and in, into the whole weekend. Yeah, I guess let let's start with the draft because that's how it started. Yeah. Boy, was that hard to watch. Yeah, uh, a lot of. You would think they would, like, practice or something like that. It looked like they kind of just dropped them and was like, okay, like, have fun. Because there was so much miscommunication. I don't know why they had so many mics 
everybody yeah, had a mic. Everyone had a mic on. And everybody's mic was turned on, it felt like, the whole time. Like, the whole uh, Team Hughes, Buble, Pedersen, Hughes, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. their mic was on 24-7. Like, you could hear them deliberating about who they were going to draft, this and that. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I thought McKinnon's laugh was the goofiest oh, shit ever, yeah. man. Like, what the hell? So, I don't think I heard it. Did you see, Jake, did you see the Colorado Avalanche? They, like, posted his, like, whole audio of every single time they drafted somebody. Oh, no. It's like every time they draft somebody, he shakes their hand, and he's like, oh, hey. Like, every time. It was so funny. Yeah, because it was like, like you mentioned, like, all of their mics were just cranked up, and, like, every time someone walked up, just. Yeah. Like goofiest laugh ever. Just have one mic go down and let them announce the pick. It, that mm-hmm. just seems very obvious. It, it feels like too. Like we praised the NHL so much for bringing the draft back because it was fun when they did it before. Yeah, and now it just kind of feels like they ruined a good thing. They did, you hundred percent. Like go back to what they had it before. Like set it up more like how the actual draft looked. Yeah, have, have two teams, two teams, one microphone each. Yeah, and. Also, the other thing I heard about that draft just recently, I forget who it was, but it was an interview with one of the players that was in the All-Star game then. They said that there was, like, all the players were getting super drunk because apparently they all had beers, but there were, like, wait staff that was going around and refilling them, Mm. and a bunch of them didn't even realize it. So they thought they were like, oh, I've had, like, two drinks. And they're like, no, I've had, like, seven or eight. Oh, yeah. And so they said that's part of what made it so funny. And, like, even when they... The one year when they decided not to, or Ovechkin asked not to be drafted because he wanted the free car. Yeah. And then they drafted him anyway, and you can tell all the guys on stage is killing themselves laughing. Mm. They're all drunk. And, like, I, I get that the NHL is scared of that right now, but that's what made it enjoyable, was it was just watching them be guys and hang out, not yeah. this whole, like, well, let's put Tate McRae on this team and yeah. see what happens. It, like she She knew nobody. No. And like, and don't get me wrong, I love Michael Bublé, and he's clearly a hockey guy. So yeah. that was one thing. But like, to have each team with a celebrity person on, it was just kind of like it's a good come idea. On. Like Will Arnett and Michael Bublé were good. Justin Bieber just like kind of sat around the whole time. He didn't really do a whole lot. And yeah, Tate McRae, it seemed like she had like never heard of any of these players' names. Like no. you think going into this, you would do some sort of like research or something like that, so you don't freeze up in that. Like, at yeah. one point, she literally asked, I don't know, are they good? Like, just oh, like, come on, man. that's brutal. Um, my favorite part of that, of maybe the whole All-Star Weekend, was Michael Bublé. Oh, he was, he was awesome. thing was yes. hilarious. He was awesome. He was just a personality in a sport that has not a lot of personality or that is, like, frowned upon on showing. He didn't give a fuck. He was so sick. That press conference about the mushrooms was so funny. And you could tell just how genuinely he was excited yeah for the whole weekend the the more i learn about him the more i'm surprised by how cool of a guy he is yeah he's just a regular dude like you i don't know you think of him i just saw a thing too about how he was on another podcast and saying like oh you know some people say i'm just like the christmas guy and like that's all i do is i have a christmas album and he's like whatever your mom wants to sleep with me (laughs) deal with that <laughs> and it's just like he seems like someone who's too like buttoned up to say yeah. something like that, but he's not at all. No, he's just he's just a guy from like the Vancouver. Area. Yeah, like yeah. Once you like 
On like the outside, yeah, that's what he looks like. But when you like start seeing like interviews and stuff like that, like he's just like a cool guy. Yeah. Just like talking, like hanging out with the guys. Owns the Vancouver Giants, loves yeah. them. He's like their biggest fan. It's awesome to see. Part that. owner, but yeah. Well, okay, yeah, part owner. Yeah, I own the other part. Remember, I'm Francesco. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is so. true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah then, so that was the draft. Yeah. No. I, I, I really hope. Oh, the one thing that I hated about the draft was uh, you didn't watch it, so I don't know if you know, but for the last four picks, do you know what they did? No. They just flipped a random card, so they didn't get selected. Oh. Yeah, so technically there was no, like, last pick. I think that's why they did it. That but it but made that's it worse. Funny well, part. Like, and it also made it way worse because then these last four guys just didn't get picked at all. Yeah. So instead of having one guy that didn't get picked, all four of them didn't. No, you got it. You got to do the same thing. You make the last like, guy not pick gets a car or something yeah, to be well, like ah, that's kind of funny. They're professional athletes. You think they care if they're the last pick? No. Like they get paid millions of dollars to play a sport that they love. Who cares if they're the last pick out of thirty of the top players? Yeah. Like you think fucking. What was the guy off of Seattle cracking up? Bjorkstrand or whatever his face is. You yeah. think he cares that all the other players are getting picked above him? No. He knows he's the worst one there. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that that was a a bad move on their part, but whatever. Um. So then, yeah. So that was Thursday. Yes. Friday was the skills competition. That's correct. Way better than it has been in previous years. Yeah, it was. The idea that they got to pick what they wanted to do yes. was a way better idea. I still, I like what the NBA does. The NBA doesn't make the players who are in the All-Star game do these skills competitions. They just bring who they think is going to be the best at those skills. Right. So like for like the dunk contest, I don't think, it's not usually players that are in the All-Star game. It's just people who have great vertical and that can dunk. Yeah, well, like, even in this, like, they brought Connor Bedard, who wasn't even playing in it, but yeah. they, like, brought him to kind of hang out and sort of do some passing yeah. and stuff. Like, that's that's cool that they found a way to get him involved, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, I liked that they got to pick what they wanted to do and, like, the whole um, point system and everything. But, again, it seemed like the players had no idea what was going on. No, they didn't. It was, like, they were... It was very confusing and very slow in some of them. Um, but it was... It was definitely an improvement, and I know Connor McDavid worked with the NHL to to figure out oh, the really? skills competition. Yeah, oh, so he was cool. with the NHL figuring out what they could do to make the All Star Weekend better. Mm. So, like having this whole like point system, and like I think he actually like helped choose like the passing challenge and stuff like that. Like that's cool. Which he, Patterson won, by the way? Did he win that one? Uh, the passing one, yeah, he did. Oh, okay, um, very good passer. Yeah, I mean, Connor McDavid ended up winning the whole thing. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I thought Kucherov was That's the funniest bullshit, part. That's bullshit, though, hey? Like, what? hey, McDavid, why don't you help us design yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is quite funny. Jackass? <laughs> That's like those uh, pro golfers that, like, when they retire, they, like, design a course. Yeah. And then they, they play it and have, like, the highest score ever on it. It's like, okay, well... Crazy how these all hook left, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic, have you guys ever heard of Kim Jong-un's like golf record? Oh, I thought you were just going to ask if I'd ever heard of Kim no, Jong-un. No. I was like, yeah, he's come up before. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of his golf record? No, what is a hole-in-one on every hole? <laughs> he shot like a, like a, like four, like, what was it, like 40 under or something like that? He got a hole-in-one on like 10 of the 18 holes or something like that. 
He's bold like a perfect <laughs> game, yeah. like just all these things. It, it's funny that like those are the things that he chooses that he's like, yeah. no, the whole country needs to believe I'm fucking cracked yeah. at this. <laughs> <laughs> just so random. Yeah, even like his um uh, his uniform that he wears whenever they're doing like a military appreciation thing. He's got like medals going down to his shoes. Yeah. Like he's got pins going down <laughs> his pants because he's so highly decorated. Gold star and everything and everything. Yeah. It's, it is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Connor McDavid obviously won everything. Um, but like the overall skills competition, I think it was an improvement. There's still a lot they can do. Yeah. What it is. I actually don't know. Like that's the tough part. They need first of all, they need to make it, in my opinion, so that the players are actually kind of enjoying it. Because well, that's it, the thing is, like, it, it seems like how so do you much make of people is, enjoy things? Yeah, again, it's a step that they're working with McDavid on some things and saying like, what would make this better yeah. for you? That's a start, right? I would say just other than working with more of them, I don't know. But like you said, I think Kucherov was having fun at least. Yeah, he uh, did not give a shit about the whole thing. Uh, I think it was the shooting competition. He lost. He lost the passing competition. Like, it was just not a good look. Uh, Same thing with JT Miller and Brock Besser. Like, they just did not have a great look out there. Um, I think it'd be more fun if they had, like, rookies come out. Guys who are making like league men because a million dollars to oh, them, yeah. they're trying way harder. Yeah, that's like they're that's bigger than their salary. Yeah, exactly. Like I think that they would be going a lot harder and probably enjoying it more because all these people are going to be looking at them. They're going to be the center of the spotlight. Honestly, that's a great like, idea. An NHL All Star game, but all rookies. I love that. Well, like the NBA does that. They do. Uh, young young guns they call it something like that but it's like rising stars rising stars that's what it is okay and it's uh you have to be in the league three two or three years and they have like their own separate game and it's a east is it world versus usa or east versus west do you know jake uh i don't know off the top of my head no i want to say it's world versus usa yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I feel like that would be way more fun. Because, like, those are the players, too, that are doing, like, Michigan. Exactly. Crazy between the legs stuff. Well, and, like, like it's yeah. it's all guys that, like, you know, you kind of grew up either knowing or playing with. Not a bunch of, like, guys who have never played with each other yeah. all thrown together. So, like, they're just going to enjoy sh- stuff way more. Yeah, and, like, a North America versus world thing. Yeah. For like, that would be nuts. Well, so one of the things that came out of this All-Star Weekend was they're not doing it for the next couple of years. They're going to be doing uh, the top four countries versus each other. Oh, for so for the um, the World Cup of Hockey thing. Yeah, but they're doing it instead of All Star Weekend. Oh, are they doing it instead? Yeah, I don't think I knew that. I didn't realize I'm there like going to be an ninety nine percent sure that instead of All Star Weekend, they're doing Canada versus USA versus Sweden versus Finland. Yeah, I, yeah, I do like that. The only thing I don't know if I love is that it's mid season. Because I think the last World Cup of hockey, the the one that this they did in Toronto, yeah, this isn't World Cup. I I know it's not. I know it's a different thing, but it's still put on by the NHL. It's not the international. Yeah. Uh, it's not the double IHF. Double IHF. So it's more like, I I don't know. I it's weird watching a mid season tournament with your favorite players that are just going to return back to your team in like a week. Yeah. That that feels weird. I'm still excited for it. Don't let me downplay that, but it just it feels weird that it's mid season. Jake, what are your thoughts on uh 
this whole like uh, international hockey instead of all-star weekend. Yeah. I love it. I just, I wish that there was like a team Europe kind of like they had in the last world cup. Yeah. Like, like all the countries are not involved. Yeah. Like, or like there was some way that like players who are at the same skill level can still compete. Like Leon Dreisaitl won't be in the competition. And to me, that's criminal. Yeah. He's like, Pasternak. A, he's like top three player in the world and he's not going to be in this competition. Like that just seems crazy to me. And yeah, like you mentioned Pasternak too, like Roman Yossi, there's a ton of these players who like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Just try to toss that in there. We're leaving that in. I don't know if Ellie Tolvanen's quite going to yeah. make the cut there. I don't know. Dude, that's, see, that's the sad part is Ellie Tolvanen might make it over Roman Yossi, which is ridiculous. Which he probably deserved. I'm just trying to think about all the Canucks that are going to be in it. <laughs> uh, no, I do like that idea of like, kind of like the rest of Europe or whatever they want to call it. Because oh. there is the, the hockey, the the biggest thing that the Canucks or the not the Canucks, the NHL has been trying to do is expand hockey to countries that aren't as big, and then you're having a tournament, which oh. you would think would involve all these countries that you're trying to expand to, yeah. and it's the four ones that have always been in it. Yeah, it's it's tough, and I get again they had they had limited options with what they could do, and again it it like they needed a tournament that they can get done pretty quickly. Yeah, too, like right? it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, obviously, like we're not just gonna say yay NHL, you guys are perfect. Yeah, like we're gonna bring up stuff that like we think that would be fun. I'm trying to figure out who I'm even gonna cheer for because most of the Canucks are gonna be split. It, all of them are gonna be split basically between Sweden and USA. But I'm Canadian, so like my 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 heart says cheer for Team Canada, but my brain's like Team USA is going to have Miller, Besser, and Demko on it. Team Canada is going to come third. It is going to be oh, Finland, Canada, Sweden, USA. Take, man, no, it's not. Yes, it is. There is one. Answer me one question: Who plays goal for Canada? Yeah, I know that's that's tough. Who? That's tough. Um. Yeah, it's I, it's Aiden uh, Hill. Oh man, is it really? Yes, that is the best Canadian goaltender. <laughs> is he Canadian? <laughs> listen, listen to his, his name is Louis Deming. Alex, where do you think? Actually, he's a better from? question is: Is he in the NHL? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know, but he's winning the cons tonight. <laughs> um, USA is has the best team by far. They have the best goaltending. Best goaltending. They have best, the best team by yes, far. Like there is no denying that. Marcus, their team is insane. I know. I know JT Miller's on their second line. Okay. Their team is just, it's insane how good the American team is. And Team Sweden is not far behind them. Yes, I think that, that those three teams are going to be crazy. Finland is, Finland is coming in fourth. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's not that they're bad, but just we're talking about the best of the best of the best, and they're not in that conversation no. as a team, I don't think. Um, yeah, really, really going to be torn on who to cheer for there. I wonder if Hoaglander makes Team Sweden. Uh, the NHL came out with a projected list of who um, 
who they think would be on it. Oh, I think I saw that, and Hoaglander wasn't on it, but they're not taking into consideration that he's entering his prime soon. So, like, by the time that tournament happens, Hoaglander could probably be a better player than he is now. Yeah, no. Uh, he's not making Team Sweden's roster. Oh, I think he could. Who's who's their fourth line right now? Mika Zabinajad. Oh, Jesus, really? Uh, Leo Carlson. Michael Backlund. Adrian Kempe. He's not being any of those guys. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's not. That's, that, no, that's, that's a pretty good. But the Canucks will have Pedersen and Lindholm on that team, though. Yes. That's yeah. pretty neat. They would make it uh, Brock Besser, JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, Thatcher Demko makes Team USA. Yep. We wouldn't have any Canadians. No, I don't think we've ever. Have we ever had a good Canadian? Roberto that was a Luongo? very stupid question. Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that was a very stupid question. I bring it, it back. Vancouver, like 25 minutes from uh, here. Not a goal. Our goalies aren't players. Oh, no. Not you two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's a, I, there's a picture right there of Luongo, like in the studio of Luongo waving the Canadian oh, yeah. flag after we won. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun uh, thing to look forward to next year. I think we're all going to forget about it, and then a month before, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, I think you're very right about yeah. that. Can I say this, though? The jerseys better look better than they did in the World Cup. Because the the last World Ooh. Cup of hockey jerseys, I was not particularly a fan of well, any of them. And that's going to be... Except Sweden, which just picked the jersey that they've always worn always. And I, you can't go wrong that'll with three crowns. That'll be the Fanatics... First time really doing oh, jerseys. Shit, you're right, right. If they were smart, because this might be one of, if not the only time that you could see Bedard, Crosby, and Bedard does not make in the team. You don't think two years from now? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess dude. I think, I think for like marketing reasons alone, he makes the team. Yeah, like, like at jersey the end of the day, too. they're just trying to make money here. You know. Yeah, that's so. I don't know what uh, my opinion on this because you only get one chance to have those three on the same team. You have to use those eighty-two Canada jerseys, the ones with like the jersey on a slant. Uh, I no, dude, the, those no. jerseys. However, you they're feel nice. about they're them, nice. they're nice. What they're known for is having some of the greatest Canadian hockey players ever. Yeah, and, we're all on that team. But that's that's back then. Yeah, but I love it. Like they're 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 sick jerseys, but like that is that era. You can't just oh yes re, you can re, yes you, you can't because then it loses it, no, it, it loses look, its star look, power. Look, no, look at the Buffalo Sabers bringing back the bull jersey or the goat jersey, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's still a good jersey. Yeah, look at the Canucks bringing back the skate jersey. Yeah, look, look at Anaheim whenever they bring back some version of their original jersey. I don't know. These this is what the people want. Give the people what they want. You've seen the meme of Fry from Futurama with a fistful of cash saying, shut up and take my money. That's all of Canada. If you bring those jerseys back and the names on the back are McDavid, McKinnon, Bedard, Crosby, all of those guys. Jake, am I crazy? Does that lose the value of that jersey? I kind of agree with Marcus here. Yeah. You guys, eh? Like, honestly, I, th I think that if you bring back old jerseys with new players' names on it, you're catering to the old fans and the young ones. 
I don't know. I don't yeah. want to see Aiden Hill's jersey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, if you pinpoint it that way. I don't know. But, like, yeah, that, that was a team that had, like, Gretzky, Lemieux, or, like, some of the biggest players in Esposito, some of the biggest players in the game for Canada wore that jersey. Bring it back. Let it have a resurgence. And if anyone from the NHL or IIHF is listening, I, I guess I don't know who owns the rights to it. We want, as a community, we want to fill your pockets with money. Just make the damn jerseys. Everyone wins. You make money. We get things we like. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, but we don't have to worry about that for a while. Yeah, I guess so. Um. Okay, well, I think that's good enough for the first half. We can continue into all-star talk on the second half uh, because... Oh, wow. I wasn't even done talking. Well, you, you were throwing it to break. And yeah. It's not break time. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to do that first. Oh, okay. Obviously, um, yeah. You're, yeah, you're obviously. Just, I wasn't going to forget letting. about that. Yeah, I wasn't going to forget about that. Um, Yeah, I think we've done a little bit too much in the first half. So uh, let's jump to the inbox. The- Thank you for that one. Yep. Uh, the inbox this week, we got a couple questions. First question. We, we got to keep this short, though, because we did go pretty long, so... Could an NHL stoop? Sorry, what? <laughs> could an NHL over there? <laughs> could an NH style, NHL style Super Bowl work? No. What, what What does that even mean? I'm not too sure. Is that meaning like a single elimination tournament? Like what? I'm guessing just like how they like make it such a big deal. Well, they can do that because it's one game. It's yeah. not a series, right? It is one singular game. And again, the way the NFL schedule works is it's all planned in advance. They know where it's going to be. They know when it's going to be. They have all this time to prepare and market it. The way it works in the NHL, you don't even know what cities are going to be involved until two days before it starts. How would you guys feel about there being a neutral city for the Stanley Cup Finals? No, hate it. No. Jake, what about you? Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Okay, I guess we're all, I guess hockey we're all rinks. When you think like for anyone who's been in one of each, a, a big football stadium and a hockey stadium, hockey rinks are more. They're smaller. They're more intimate. It's a bigger deal to have a home field advantage or a home ice advantage because Ooh, I think it is hot take. No, because think about it. In football, how far away? Even if you buy front row seats, have you been to a football game? Well, obviously not an NFL game, but I've been to football games. Okay, yes. that is... But even no, even if you're in the front row, the first row of seating, you are 120 feet away from the field. Okay. If you're at a hockey game, if you are playing, you can be millimeters away from the closest fan in the first row. In fact, if you're anywhere along the boards, you are inches away. It is a bigger deal, in my opinion, in hockey to have home ice advantage than it is in football to have home field advantage. One million percent disagree. Why? I've been to a Seahawks game. Weren't you in like the nosebleeds of the nosebleeds? I was, no, I wasn't that deep. I was in the like bottom section, like middle of the bottom section, whatever you want to call that. You were in the lower bowl? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like middle of the section, lower bowl. It is so loud. 
And I guess it's different between hockey and NFL because you have like when the other team's offense is on, if you're allowed, the other team can't hear you. Like there's just so many more like just NFL stadiums way louder. Right. And more passionate. NFL fans are more passionate. At least Seahawks fans are more passionate than Canucks fans because those are the only two teams that I've seen. So they're the only teams I can compare to. It is way, way louder at an NFL game. There's way more home arena advantage in an NFL game. However, I do agree that a middle city, I think, is a stupid idea because you already have both fans getting both games. And when you do have the two games at home, then the two games away, there is some sort of home ice advantage. Yeah. Like, there just is. At a a neutral ice or a neutral arena, hockey is so much smaller that it's just not going to affect anything. Like, it's just going to seem like a dead crowd. The crowd's not going to be cheering for one team versus the other team, I don't think. It's not... I just want to make one small point. Yeah. That was ahead. a small point. It's, that was so small. I, I didn't even hear yeah. it. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, Alex. It's so hard to do this on the phone. Um, can you finish your point? I, I feel bad. I Honestly, I think I was just talking in a circle. <laughs> so I think it's great that you jo- jumped in there. Yeah. Welcome to hour two of this, by the way, everybody. Yeah. It's so hard to record a podcast on the phone. Anyway. Um, what I, all I was going to say is that I think that the point that may be getting missed here about like a neutral site working for the NFL and not working in the NHL is that like there's kind of a point to having a neutral site. And it's that in the NFL, the home home field advantage is insane because a big part of football is the huddle. And if you have a huddle where the players can't hear the quarterback, then you end up with like communication errors and like, that's why there's that whole 13th man thing, right? Like it, it actually matters. So bringing the, the Super Bowl to a neutral site and trying to mitigate the impact that the noise can have on each team, or at least making it equal is kind of the point. I think that's what I was trying to say. And I just couldn't say it at all. So you worded that very perfectly. Mm. How do they decide where the Super Bowl is again? Is it just like, uh, they it's just like established like a couple years in advance, right? On like who they think is going to be good around the time or something like that. Yeah, that that would make sense because like I think it's only happened once where uh, the home city actually hosted the Super Bowl, mm. and it was Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and we only have one more question. It's a question from a man. On the call right now, Jake Jude. How right was Jake? <laughs> what does what that even refer I have no Elias idea. Lindholm. Oh, he, like he called him. the trade. Yeah. What you, I was just like here, I'll give pointing you, out. I'll give you the hello? round of applause. Hey, no, we're hello? here. Um, hey, can you can you hear us, dude? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you mean called the trade? When we made the last episode, the trade had been done already. Yeah, so I was saying, like, like weeks ago, I had pointed out how the Canucks should trade for Elias Lindholm because I thought that he would be the piece that they were missing and that he would, like, put them over the edge. And then everyone called me crazy. No one agreed with me. And then it happened. And then still there was this, like, skepticism. Well, maybe it won't work out. Two goals in his, in his Canucks debut. I think that that's, like, him showing that he's going to work out. And 
I feel like that's a pretty good prediction. I still think they you need must to be add a Chris Canucks Stanis. fan. Overreacting after one game—that is very Canucks of you. It is. <laughs> I I still think we need to add Chris Tanov. Uh, he's going to Toronto. I hate to break it to no, you. No, he's not. But it's okay because that's your second favorite team. No, and I, we can talk about them in the second half because it's time for a break. Right. Stick around for the yeah. second half. Right after trivia. Oh, I got a good trivia. This week's trivia. The Canucks have had two mascots in their history of the NHL. Obviously, Finn is uh, the more well-known mascot. But can you guys name me the NHL's mascot for the Vancouver Canucks in the season 1990 to 1991? He was there for one year? He was there for one year. Jack. No. I have no idea. I have oh, no man. idea. I'm trying to think of like stuff my parents have told me about. Because that's like, I don't know, in the 90s, that's when they were like in their early 20s. And like the team was pretty good around that time. Um, one season. I feel like we didn't have a Johnny Canuck. I don't think we ever leaned in. And no, because in that time we had the skate logo anyway. You guys know Finn's whole, like, whole name? What do you mean a whole name? It's three letters. <laughs> oh, you don't know his middle and last name? Finley. No. No, he's got a, he's got Finn's his first name, and he's got a middle name and a last name. What? No, no, I didn't know. This is crazy. I, I didn't know any of this. Not only that we had another mascot, but Finn has three names. This is all... All new info to me. Um, hang on a second. I've never heard of this mascot, by the way. So, no, it's not Peter Puck. That's a whole different thing. My mom told me about there. There used to be this thing called Peter Puck, and it was when they started expanding in the states. He was like this mascot slash cartoon character, and he would explain mm-hmm. super simple rules on TV. And they kind of branded it as a thing for kids, but it was really because Americans didn't know what the fuck they were watching. That's fair. Yeah, ba- basically, Peter Puck was along the same lines as like the Glow Puck. Yep. Um, Jesus, I have no idea. You got to at least tell me what Finn's three names are. Uh, it's Finn the Whale. Oh fuck you! That doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> Um, in the whale. Yeah, there is like nothing about this mascot on the internet. <laughs> but he was, according to Wikipedia, the mascot from 1990 to 1991. Weird. I don't know. I give up. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to wait until after for this. Um, man, it's it's ones like this where I know like all the other, most of our listeners are going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And then there's going to be one guy just screaming in his car while he's driving to work like, I know this one. Yeah. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to the six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Saros is the best goalie in the NHL. And welcome back from the break. I had some pasta. What did you yeah. guys do for your break? I watched you eat pasta. That's an odd one. 
Jake, what'd you do for your break? I had some chicken. Ooh, oh my God. Jake's kitchen. How did we forget? Oh yeah. What's Jake, co- what's, what's cooking? cooking? <laughs> J- what is it? Jake's Italian pizzeria? Jake's Italian pizza. He kind of looks um, Italian. So I'm in like freezer clean out mode because I just have so much food in the freezer. So I had chicken parmesan and uh, I had some mixed vegetables and I had a Korean corn dog. There's a lot to unpack there. Yep. First thing first, (laughs) definitely not Italian because you said chicken parmesan. Yeah. Who the hell says the full parmesan at the end of a chicken parm? Wait, no, 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 hang on. Italians. I'm, I'm, I'm on Jake's side here. I, I, you say chicken parmesan? Yeah, for sure. You don't say chicken parm? No, it's not a fucking restaurant, Alex. I'd say what it is actually called. I don't shorten everything. You don't shorten everything. <laughs> I'm not trying to expo it to a chef. Do you say, uh, I need a deep fried cod with potato fried in the same batter? Is that what you say? <laughs> what? No, <laughs> with that's not tot- what it's called. With with mayo and little bits of cucumber and parsley. Can you explain the every ingredient yeah. in every dish? I don't know. I don't no. know what you do. I don't do that. Chicken parm. And what the hell is a Korean fried corn dog? I, I was going to ask, what is the difference between a Korean corn dog and like the corn dog I'm picturing right now? Which is the... <laughs> wait, 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 hang on, hang on. Wait a second, wait a like second. A over there. Yeah, did you guys see that Drake? Anyway. Fan of corn dogs out here. Um, All right, no, no, I mean, like, what's the difference between that and, like, the standard, like, the normal corn dog? Like an that, American one. Yeah, an American corn dog. Uh, well, first of all, there are hash browns <laughs> in the dough. Oh, it's one of those. Wait, what? No, you, you lost me again. There's hash yeah. browns in the dough. So the dough is made of potatoes. No, there's like hash browns baked into the dough. So there's yeah. hash browns. So there's potatoes in the dough. Well, I it's guess. Like, yes, but it's not like. It's like a layer. Kind of. Yeah, and I've, then I've seen the shops the, around. Uh, so in Vancouver. the middle is a, a a meat a meat tube. No, no, there's no <laughs> tube of meat. It's cheese. Wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> it's a block of cheese in the middle, and then there's like the corn dog batter, but then also like bits of potato are in the corn dog batter. So you had a fancy Don't. mozzarella stick. You had a vegan corn dog yeah well no vegan because cheese isn't vegan Wait, but there's no so there's no meat no there's no meat <laughs> no meat. No, but i mean like, oh, every, I, like every, meat. <laughs> I didn't i didn't know that korean corn dogs didn't have meat because american ones are primarily meat it's like isn't it like a basically a hot dog sausage wrapped in like a pancake, basically. What corn dog are you imagining? Right I've now? never <laughs> had one. I've just seen them on TV. It. Of course, you haven't. They look good. I've, I don't know if I've ever been somewhere that's offered them. Sev, I wouldn't eat anything from Seven Eleven other than a Slurpee. What? Sev this food is... looks awful. Yeah, but sometimes it hits. Dude, no, it does. When I was a kid, they used to have churro bites. They were like, just like little chunks of churro. Oh, went off. So good. No, uh, like taquitos. Never had like a taquito late night. From Sev? No. 
You're missing out. Dude, I haven't had one in a while. Those have been sitting on those rollers for weeks, man. Yeah, I mean, you can pitter-patter any single food. Pitter-patter? Yeah, like point out everything that's gross, like a hot dog. Oh, it's all this bunched up meat mixed together. That sounds delicious. No, it's like pork foreskin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I see why the Koreans don't put them in their corn dogs now. <laughs> Why the Americans do? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, um, I wouldn't recommend set food, but right, it does the job if you're needing it to. I'm gonna try a corn dog, not from set. Don't. Well, I I don't know any other place that does corn dogs besides the freezer aisle. At I'm gonna Walmart. get one at like Playland this year. I've 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 in media the fair always has corn dogs, so I'm gonna assume Playland Have you ever had does. A beaver tail. No, but those look sick. Yeah, I've never had a beaver tail. Wait, either. Jake, you've been to Eastern Canada. Have you had one of those? I have, yeah. How is it? Like super, super crazy sweet. Yeah, isn't it just like a churro, but like smushed? Kind of. It's more of like a it's more of like a sugar donut, like a cinnamon sugar donut that they just like squish and then pour like melted oh. chocolate and icing sugar and candy all over. Yeah, it. and like, they have like different like kinds that have different candies fuck. and stuff. Yeah. yeah What's the exactly. Aboriginal uh like? Baked bannock. bread. Yeah, is it like bannock. that? No, it is nothing like a bannock. Oh, okay, never mind. I've never had bannock. Bannock's good. Bannock is so good. Yeah, I haven't had really bannock really since good. I was like maybe eight years old. What is it? But it's like a. It's I like an it was indigenous. Like a deep fried yeah, it's like a, I don't think it's deep fried, but it's like an indigenous bread kind of. But it's got like I don't know all kinds of like I think they put like dates and raisins and sugar and stuff in it. I don't know exactly, but. It's really good. Cool. Okay. You can find it at like farmers markets and stuff. Mm, I don't go to those. So yeah, I can't afford normal food, so I don't go to farmers markets. Yeah, you're going to the wrong farmers markets. Do they usually have like cheaper food? That was all more expensive, but it's like artisanal. That's like yeah, that's like fancy farmers markets. Oh, I, I need to go to like a poor person farmers yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. I'll take you to some. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, goof of the week. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a goof! Oh, yeah, Jake can't hear. Oh, yeah, no, we hit the button. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. It's my part of the show, my segment where I go out to find a story that involves player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up a story with the guys, we have a chat about it. And this week, the biggest goof of the week is the NHL for announcing the Winter Classic next year, and it will yet again feature the chicago blackhawks how many times does it have to alternate between the blackhawks and the penguins before people just get fed up and stop watching like okay whatever the blues are going to be in it this year i like i think they've had one or two before but like whatever i but think they've had two how? and i think one of them was also against the blackhawks i'm pretty sure yeah it makes sense but like honestly how many times are we going to do this it's ridiculous yeah it's just like, there's so many better teams, better rivalries that you could make. Like, how has Vancouver and Seattle not had one? Well, I, in all fairness, Seattle's only been a team for two years. Because and they, they just had one. Who did they, oh, they played they LA? Played, no, they played Vegas oh, in Seattle. Yeah. But like, how? How do you not have Vancouver? Like, that was, that seems like a surefire thing that you would try to establish right away. Yeah. Instead of reusing teams that nobody really wants to see. They don't want to see an old Pittsburgh Penguins team, and they don't want to see a no-name Chicago Blackhawks team. 
Yeah, they, the NHL, in my opinion, is doing this for Bedard jersey sales and no other reason. Yeah. But, like, it is. It's so frustrating watching the same teams over and over and over again get these events. And it's like, you have a whole... Not only that, they picked an opponent that is so unexciting. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like too the, really boring Do teams. the Blues and Blackhawks really have any type of rivalry or connection? No. Even the Vancouver one I was mad about because they gave us Ottawa, which I get was supposed to be like a, a callback to like 1912 or something when they played for the Stanley Cup before the NHL was a thing. Yeah. But like, I don't know. We're watching these games now. No one was alive for that. Just let us watch teams that either hate each other or that we like watching play each other, right? Or a good game. Yeah. Like like even the Battle of Alberta. They did that outside and it's like, cool, I get it, whatever. But they waited until both teams were playing awful to do that, right? They had a time when that rivalry was heated and intense. They should have done that the next year. That's when they should have done it. They waited like four years to do this. And now that rivalry's fizzled out a little bit and the teams aren't in that stage of winning anymore. As much as I hate to say it, I feel like a really good winter classic or outdoor, because like there is to me a little bit of a difference between a winter classic and just like an outdoor game. Because I think the winter classic has a lot more production to it. There's a lot more focus on it. There's a lot more buildup. Yeah. But if we're just talking about outdoor games, like I think it'd be cool if the Canucks and Jets played because like they're two strong Western uh, Western Conference Canadian teams. Like to me, it makes sense to have them play against each other because like obviously there's that rivalry in Alberta anyway. Right. I don't know. To me, it's weird that those two teams haven't had more opportunities to be rivals or play against each other or make one of their games an outdoor game, that kind of thing. Yeah, I do see where you're coming from. There's just there's so many better rivalries all over the league than there are with Chicago and St. Louis. And again, it's Chicago who's been in it so many times. This is at least St. Louis's third, I believe. It's like you've got some teams that have only been in one. You've got other teams that have been in zero. Spread the wealth a little bit. You know, just get something a little bit more exciting happening. What's a good rivalry that you guys would want to see Winter Classic like next year? Next year. Yeah. I don't know. Cause to me, I almost formulate that on the playoffs a little bit. Right. But I'm trying to think like right now. Yeah. Two teams that just like really do not like each other. Like, I don't think you could go wrong with like Boston, Toronto playing against each other. No. And that that's one that people don't really get tired of. Even um, Toronto, Montreal. Yeah. Right. That's a really good one. Or like the battle. Any, of New any York. of those three playing each yeah. other is good. You could do the battle of New York, have the Islanders versus the Rangers. Yeah, and I do. Hmm? I do uh, Florida Ottawa. That seems like a very random Why? one. Well, oh, for the Kachuk brothers. Yeah, but uh, also like, do you guys not remember those oh, games yeah. earlier this year? Where they I, had like one hundred and twenty-two oh, yeah, penalty yeah. minutes. I just feel like, like, yeah, like the battle of the Kachuks always seems to be a pretty good, yeah, that would be a good contest. One, I'll be honest, Montreal, Boston, outdoors in either city, that would be crazy to watch. That would be super, super fun. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I get lost a little bit with the central division and, like, 
I don't know if there's any. Or what about the Capitals versus the Penguins? A little OV Sid, like one they've, final match. They've played in an outdoor game already. I know, but, but like I, now, I like what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Though. Like one, like like have storylines to these games. Yeah, like make it the Crosby versus Ovechkin. Make it the Battle of New York. Make it. I don't know the North versus South. Have Winnipeg play Florida. Yeah. I don't know, like, make storylines with these. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But just don't keep running through the exact same teams every year. Yeah. You know, f- branch out a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, pretty goofy. Goofy indeed. Um, okay, uh, the All-Star Game games now. We touched on uh, the uh, right. skills competition. Right, we didn't talk about the like three on three tournament. That yeah, they do. Um, Austin Matthews obviously won the uh, MVP. That was chosen before the weekend started, and I know somebody was quite upset with that. And I'm going to throw it to him because he feels most most <laughs> hockey fans were upset. With yes, that. but he thought that somebody deserved it a little bit more. So I'm going to throw it to him to uh, mm. explain. Why he's not just a hometown hero. Good idea. What horseshit. If you actually watched the games, for me, it was between two players, Debrinkit and Forsberg. And we both know I'm a little biased here. So I would have gone with Philip Forsberg. But at the same time, I'm getting worked up over nothing. It's a freaking all-star game. Like, who cares? It's all just participation trophies anyway. But still, I thought Forsberg was easily the, the the most dominant player on the ice and uh, easily the best player on the ice too the whole tournament. Uh, yeah, he played really good. I probably would have would have given it to Debrinka. It felt like every shot he took went in. Uh, he just played insane. Uh, Team Hughes, not a great showing. I mean, they took him to overtime, but the actual Canucks players on Team Hughes not playing too well. Uh, I remember... Uh, Kevin Bieksa asked Talkett if he was going to bench Besser and Miller because they were playing so bad and they were like a minus four. Uh, yeah, they just did not play too well. I don't know if we're really watching out for plus minus too much no. in the all-star three on <laughs> three like, tournament. You could tell like they just did not play good. Um, I did think it was interesting that Hughes the whole time, like they kind of switched up the lines except for the first line, which was a Hughes, uh, Brady Kachuk, and uh, the guy on Winnipeg, Kyle Connor. Hmm. Uh, I guess they all went to Michigan together. Oh, the yeah. Michigan line. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, that's cool. I like stuff like that. That's kind of what like I was hoping. That's why I was hoping that not all the Canucks were going to play together. But obviously, you got to pick your teammates. Except for the one new guy who got chosen on a different team. Yeah, that's rough. I was really hoping they were going to make a trade. Like, how was there no trades? Yeah, I didn't know how that... Were, were there trades like the last time they did the draft? Yeah, well, I don't know how often it was, but the one that sticks out was they traded Sagan for Kessel in the All-Star draft because they got traded for each other in, like, the real NHL. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right, that's right. So, like, I I was like, for sure they're going to trade for him and keep all the Canucks together, and they just didn't. It's like the new kid on the team, nobody wants him. Yeah, that that's tough. But, um... Yeah. Looks yeah. like they want him now, though. He's yeah. doing pretty good. It's the All-Star game. It's fun seeing the best on best. A lot of great goals, but we're yeah. here to talk about the Stanley Cup. That's all we care about. It is, yeah. Um, and a team that was really looking like they were going to make a run, and they still are, they were on a 16-game win streak, 
And just yesterday, they finally lost the Edmonton Oilers. Mm. What a comeback story for them. The bottom of the NHL, and now they are in a playoff spot. Yeah, I think this came, like, again, from the beginning of the season. I don't think any of us really wavered from the fact that they were going to make a comeback at some point. Because they were terrible to start the year. And I think at least a couple of us, and I can't remember how we went back and forth on it, but I'm fairly certain that we pretty well stuck with the idea that don't count them out yet, they'll be in the playoffs. They will They will crawl back. Here they are. Now, are they going to maintain that level of dominance? I don't know. Am I afraid of them? A little bit. They do not have the depth that the Canucks have, but they have some pretty crazy star power. And clearly this new coach has been able to light a fire under them. Uh, This is a team that, despite how they started, don't sleep on them. Because I think they could really surprise some teams. Jake, you uh, you got anything on him? I think that the only thing that really changed in that locker room was their confidence. Like, it's kind of cool to see a team that doesn't change anything but their perspective and then just, like, starts playing better hockey. Because the big thing that I noticed from the game against Vegas where, like, they lost is that they dominated that game, and then in all the uh, post-game interviews, they, like, didn't actually seem that bothered. Which, like, maybe you'd think is weird because they just, you know, missed out on making history by, like, one or two games. But at the same time, it's, like, kind of exactly what you want to see if you're an Oilers fan. Like, business as usual, yeah, we'll just go out and win the next one. Like, I if I was an Oilers fan, like, that's that would be the takeaway for me. Because, like, it's a long season. All you have to do is make the playoffs. And they've, course, corrected to a point where, like, now they're going to make the playoffs. Or at least they have a lot better chance to make the playoffs. And so, really, all you want from this point out is just them to have that confidence. And to know that, like, if they have a low-scoring game, their defense and goaltending can bail them out. And Skinner and their defense have proven that, like, they're actually not AHL-level defensemen and goaltending they're like more akin to a mid-level nhl team and that's why they were able to to actually win a lot of games and strings enough together to get them back in the playoff hunt. yeah <laughs> yeah what i don't know it was just jake just said like this whole spiel and you were just like yeah 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 facts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Facts. That could be the tagline for this podcast. Jake goes on a rant and Marcus goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Canucks. Yeah, then then he goes off. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I am a little more passionate about that. But, like, no, I, this is. Well, I, I think one thing we're forgetting is uh, Corey Perry's on that team now. Yeah, Who that's cares? true. He, he has not been there for the whole win <laughs> no, streak, though. But I do think it's interesting that uh, he was a part of such a. I know he wasn't there for the whole win streak, but um, you got to think that he might have had something to do with it. But yeah, I think the whole yeah. team just kind of like looked at each other. It was like, look, are we really this bad? No. Yeah. Like, let's figure it out. It seems like they finally figured out goaltending, which was obviously the biggest problem. Yeah. I mean, it's still, he's not a rookie, but still such a young goaltender. You're going to hit hot and cold streaks. Yeah. He's been on a heater. You just don't want to see him get cold. Yeah. 
However, and, Jack Campbell is always there. You never know. It's true. Um, yeah. Remember, too, he was dealt his first AHL loss by your Abbotsford Canucks um, just earlier this season. You just always find a way. Well, uh, one thing we didn't touch about or we didn't talk about uh, quickly are steep Baines. Yeah, right. We meant to bring yeah. that up in the first half and it kind of. Yeah, we got lost. Stuff. We get lost a lot. We don't yeah. have anything. Uh, no uh, agenda to go off of. We just kind of talk. Yeah, we just, we hang out. We kind of throw some ideas around. Yeah. But yeah, we're not like reading off, oh, now we got to talk about we're just this. boys talking about sports. Yeah, that's that's a good idea for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Arsty Baines, um, the AHL All-Star MVP, mm-hmm. putting his name on the map. Uh, it's tough. The Canucks really haven't had a lot of injuries. No, they... Oh, you say that now. Yeah, you I probably did like, jinx it. But oh, I mean it in man. good because we haven't been able to see Archdeep Baines. Right. Compared to last year where it felt like AHLers were coming up nonstop and we got to see all these guys. Yeah, well, because we kept going, well, it can't get any worse, can it? Yeah. <laughs> so um, Archdeep Baines is just kind of waiting there for somebody to call his name. And I think he's I think really it'll be making next a name. Year. You don't think he gets called up at all? I think that for his own development, they will make a point of keeping him down. I th- oh, that seems crazy. I think they will. I think they will call up Hoaglander. Or sorry, not Ho- not that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say Pod Colson. God, I, you love Pod Colson. No, no, no. You I'm, do, I'm, you I'm not do. saying we should bring him up because he's playing better than him. I'm saying I think if you look at Baines's trajectory, you're going to just let him season for a year down there. Next year... He, I think, has a genuine chance to make the team out of camp, but I don't think they will call him up this year. Jake, please tell me you don't agree with Marcus this time. Um, I kind of have a bit of a long-winded answer to this. Yeah, I would expect nothing Marcus less. Get, I'm going to say get, yeah, yeah ready. <laughs> so the big thing for me is like, I, I haven't watched a lot of his hockey. Like, I, I really don't know. but. What I have seen, he reminds me a lot of, I think his name was Josh Bailey. Do you guys remember him? Oh, um, yeah. that's not his name, but I, I know who you're thinking of. I think his last name's Bailey. I can't it, yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. You're th- I know his last name's Bailey, but that, oh. that's not his first yeah, name. Yeah, Josh Bailey plays for the Islanders. Nope, his name is not. Oh, is it? There that, might be a different. Is that? No, no, yeah. There's another Bailey that played for the Canucks. Yeah, I know who Jake yeah. is thinking of, and I'm I can't think of his first name right now yeah but yeah I, I know who you mean yeah like i can't remember his name exactly but i remember that he when he played for the canucks he was this player who was like dynamite in the ahl and then when he would get called up it would be like he had no impact at all and to me that is kind of what's scaring me about our steve baines because we haven't seen him at the NHL level, I don't think it's fair for these for so many people to be like, "Oh, he's having this awesome development. He's going to be this, you know, this NHL staple by next year." When it's like we really don't know yet. We really don't have any idea of what he's going to be like. So, I'm kind of in the middle where I think that like they should give him a serious shot. They should let him like obviously next season we'll have to reevaluate based on like who they keep around and who they let go, but like give him a shot on like the second line and see how he does. If he keeps up, maybe he'll have like a Nils Hoaglander-esque kind of impact or maybe he'll, he won't. But 
I think that trying to figure out where he's going to land based on only AHL stats and AHL experience just isn't really fair. Yeah. Sometimes I hate how right you guys are. I just want to see him get called up. I want to see what he's got. <laughs> I just want to see fun things happen. Yeah. Two more crazy shit. Two more crazy shit. Love it. Um, another team that's moving in the standings uh, after coming out with a commanding lead and uh, at one point leading the NHL, the Winnipeg Jets have cooled off and are now third in the central. Mm. Woohoo! <laughs> Jake's uh, so happy they're in a playoff spot right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're only back by three points with uh, three games in hand. So, oh, okay. But still, they had a very commanding lead um, for what felt like a lot of the year. And uh, they were right up there with the Canucks. But um, I've taken a little uh, backseat, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, I, I think they, they, they have like the least games in hand out of all teams. Or sorry, they have the most games in hand out of all teams that are in a playoff spot, I think. I could be wrong, but I think. And then they also uh, just lost like last night to Pittsburgh, which dropped them from like fourth overall to seventh overall. So it looks worse than it is. Yeah. Mm. But it looks like that central is pretty wrapped up, which I think most people could have guessed with Colorado, Dallas and Winnipeg all having 65 plus, And then the next closest team having 54. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's like a big, it's, it's drop. quite a big gap. Um, so it looks like that is going to be, the uh, three teams coming out of the central division, whatever the order ends up being. I didn't think it was going to be this close. I don't think most people expected that. I think it was going to be Colorado Dallas. Yeah. But um, because, yeah, I mean, even remember at the start of the season when they signed Shifley and Hellebuck to eight year deals and everyone was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, they should be blowing it up yeah. right now. And um, that that's what happened with Boston the year before, though. Remember, that was when we knew that Bergeron wasn't going to be there. Uh, Pasta and Marchand were going to miss a good part of the season. Yeah. I think McAvoy was... It just seemed like... Oh, oh um, uh, Krejci left. Like it, it just seemed like players were either losing or injured or getting too old. And we looked at them and we were like, there's no way they will ever be able to do anything. They should blow it up. And then they proceeded to league the lead for most of the season... And then they shocked everyone when they lost in the first round. But still, it, it was another team that we thought they shouldn't even try. And then they won the President's Trophy. Yeah. And then Winnipeg, I mean, they're not going to finish higher than the Canucks or anything. But, like, they are another one of those teams that, like, before the season we thought, don't even bother, just blow it up, get fire sale out of there. And look where we ended up. They're right near the top of the league. Yeah. Um. Really? I go on that big rant. You just say yeah. <laughs> How's it feel? Uh, since we don't have a lot of time, uh, Jake does have a basketball game tomorrow. That's right. No, he has a basketball game tonight. That is true. It's not. Tomorrow. I'm sure I have a basketball yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> it it is hard to like get that out of your head, That's, isn't it? It's all. It's only yeah. the thing I think yeah, about when Jake says he has a basketball tomorrow. game. Um. I think we're going to wrap it up. There isn't a lot to talk about. The All-Star game just happened. It's We've only seen one game of Elias Lindholm. Next week, we're going to have a full report on him, full report on how the team's looking with him. Oh, wait, hang on. I just want to say one more thing. Uh, I forget who it was, but shout out to the guy that just leveled Brad Marchand in the face. That was awesome. I don't know if you guys saw that. Brad Marchand got cross-checked in the face huh. and then got oh, like... Oh, I think it was Ospisil? 
Yeah, that's right. Yes, it was. It was because then Calgary signed him to a contract today. Oh, really? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> the day after, they were like, yep, we're keeping this guy. Um, yeah. No, that, that was just awesome. And I got to say, I loved so much how much Brad Marchand skated right over to the penalty box while the refs were, like, discussing what the penalty was going to be. He was screaming at the refs, and he was screaming at Pospisil. And I was just like, I'm so glad to watch Brad Marchand on the receiving end of someone doing stupid shit. I just, I, I love that so much. And I, I hope, I hope Zadorov tomorrow takes a good, healthy run at him. I would love to see it. Yeah, I'm really excited for tomorrow's game. Yeah. Predictions. Oh, uh, no, I won't do it this close to, the, the game's already going to have happened by the time that this comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, I just I don't want a prediction. Okay. Um, Give me score, winner, and a goal score. 4-2. Vancouver wins. Lindholm keeps the streak going. Oh, all right, Jake, what you got? I'm going three two Bruins. Fuck you. And McAvoy scores because he's in my fantasy. Ooh, that's that's a good reason. I'm going. I bet McAvoy knows that too. I'm going three nothing, Boston. Oh, dude. And uh, whatever that center is uh, for Boston, the young center. Quatris? Yeah, the one that starts with a P. He's injured note for the season. Sick. <laughs> uh, I will go with Hampus Lindholm. Uh-oh. I don't know. Is he one of the only other guys I can name okay. off Boston? <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Sorry, I am like actively trying to find my jersey and I can't find it anywhere. So... Oh. Jake got a game. <laughs> um, while Jake's trying to be engaged in this conversation while I'm frantically searching. While Jake's trying to find his jersey, we're going to wrap this up real quick with everyone's favorite segment. Thoughts. Thoughts. Hey, we Thoughts. Thoughts. I have a thought this week. Oh, good. Finally. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> Who orders steak and eggs? That's such a good Absolute ballers. No. Why would you ever want steak and eggs to start your day? Awesome. No. Yes. Have you ever ordered steak and eggs? Yep. Hey, wait. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Chicken and waffles is goaded. Yeah, it's very good. I've never had chicken and waffles. You're missing out. It's very good. I feel like I am. I just, I never sit down at a restaurant and I go, I want chicken and waffles. Here's the thing that nobody does. (laughs) They just end up ordering a chicken and waffles. I yeah, don't, I don't find myself happens. in that predicament. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, those corny movie lines from kids' movies where they're like, it's so crazy, it just might work. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's it what works. chicken and waffles yeah, is. I, I don't see, I, like, I don't think it's gross or anything. I've just never no, it, had the opportunity to there was try a, it. There was a while where White Spot had it on their menu as like a limited time thing, and I ordered it, and it was pretty good. What's so funny? I think next week I'm going to bring up the white spot menu and I'm going to go through every item and you're going to tell me if you've had it or you haven't. Because I feel like you've had like 90% of it. I've had Dude, a, you could quiz him on the white yeah, spot menu. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going like, to be like, I'm, I ordered this, this, and this. How much does that cost? And I feel like oh, since no, you're the dude, math guy. The prices change like every month uh, now. I don't know what things cost okay, anymore. Steak and eggs. I think it's the stupidest breakfast thing you could order i got it from browns actually once why because it was on the menu and i thought i've never spent 35 dollars on breakfast exactly before. it's expensive like you don't you don't have steak for breakfast I that's did. not a breakfast item honestly man and like what comes on the side of that 
You getting asparagus? No, a hash brown. You're having hash browns with steak and eggs. That is, that's that's a I don't know. That's just wrong. It's just wrong. You shouldn't order steak and eggs. It's very good. Do no. you like steak? Sometimes. Okay. Well, there's your problem. No, I steak just it's just, just not good. a good bre- steak. When do you eat it? At dinner. Exactly. And breakfast sometimes. No. See, you even you even throw the sometimes in because it's like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like yeah, when there's like when this, no, this feels wrong. When the server brings it to you, you stare at it and you go, I really just I'm about to do this right now. <laughs> and you know the cooks in the back are like, some fucking guy is ordering a steak at nine in the morning, ordering it medium rare. Well, yeah, how else are you gonna order it? Burnt. I don't know. <laughs> I want beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to dehydrate my steak and yeah. burn it. <laughs> it's too juicy for me. Christ. Uh, Jake, any luck with your jersey, by the way? No. Oh, fuck. I know, right? <laughs> we, we better wrap this up so that this poor guy can get to his basketball game tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh uh, for any serious inquiries, such as where is Jake's jersey, you can find us uh, at our email at VancouverBoysPodcast at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can keep up with us on all of our social media, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Jake, do you have bitches over right now? I just heard a woman talking. No, no, no. I'm just uh, just on my way to basketball. That's just his mascot. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, all of that social media, we're at Vancouver Boys Podcast. On Twitter, Tyler is still running that account at Vancouver Boys underscore. Follow that to keep up with all his crazy shenanigans. That about does it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for listening for the last little while. It's been a blast. Yep, it has. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. <laughs> Peace. Trivia. Trivia. Where is Jake's jersey? (laughs) It is. I found it. Oh, he got it. Where was it? Yep. Oh, we don't get to know. No. Trivia for next week. Yep. Big (laughs) secret. Uh, Oh, did you ask me where it was? Yeah. Yeah. I left it up hanging in the uh, laundry room. You can tell he is frantic. Yeah, he is is sprinting around his apartment. His downstairs neighbors think there is an earthquake. You want a squeak going on with his basketball shoes? (laughs) Getting them all greased. He's a middle school dance right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Prankster the bear. What? Yeah. Prankster the bear. He was a polar bear, very similar to Toronto's mascot. And he just wore the uh, black skate jersey. It was called Prankster the bear. Is there a picture of him? Uh, there is. I, I I do have to see this. I'm gonna post this on our Instagram when we uh, uh, when we put the episode up. What in the fresh hell is that? Yep, that is like a, one of those things where it's clearly designed to be adorable, but it's actually just terrifying to yeah. look at. It looks like like the Canucks maybe were doing like a like a Europe game and like. They, this is like oh. the Europe's mascot, and they just threw on like a Canucks jersey. Yeah, it just it it feels deeply unnatural. Yeah, yeah, very odd one. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, anyway, Jake's got his basketball game. I guess we should let him get to that. Yeah, I yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, man. He yeah, just Marcus murmuring yeah, too now. He's been storing up all those yas for a long time. He had to let him out somewhere. All right, buddy. Good luck in your game.